Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing looking in the book of Ezra in the ninth and 10th chapter. In the ninth chapter, uh, Ezra lifts up a prayer before the Lord. The people had sinned. Remember that? They had taken uh, uh, spouses. Let's put it that way, because it wasn't just women. They did the men also. But they took spouses from among the people of the land. And the Lord had told them, you don't do that. You don't marry foreign people. And so uh, there's a great prayer that Ezra lifts up <coughs> before the Most High. And it ends the ninth chapter of this prayer. The tenth chapter we looked at the first two verses in the previous episode. Let me go back and reread this, and then watch what happens. Ezra chapter 10, verse 1. Now, while Ezra was praying and making confession, weeping and prostrating himself before the house of God, a very large assembly, men, women, and children, gathered to him from Israel, for the people wept bitterly. Now, again, I just want us to think about this and how this might apply to us, and what it might say to us. Notice that Ezra was not concerned with trying to gather a crowd. He wasn't trying to get a bunch of people together and have a prayer service. He went out and literally prayed. He went out and literally made confession, did it in front of the house of God. He was weeping. He was bound before the Lord, prostrating himself before the Lord, giving no care or thought to the reaction of the people only concerned with what the people had done and what God thought about it. In the midst of that, a large assembly started gathering together, and the people wept bitterly. Uh, previously, we we'd seen that those who really cared about the word of the Lord had gathered together. So verse 2, Shechaniah, the son of Jehiel, one of the sons of Elam, said to Ezra. So you got this guy that comes up to him, and he says some things to him. Listen to what he says. We have been unfaithful to our God and have married foreign women from the peoples of the land. Yet now there is hope for Israel in spite of this. You know, Ezra probably looked pretty hopeless <laughs> in the way that he was saying things, right? Shechaniah was saying, there is hope. And then Shechaniah continues talking, verse 3, listen to this. So now, let us make a covenant with our God to put away all the wives and their children according to the counsel of my Lord, and I speak of Ezra according to your counsel, and of those who tremble at the commandment of our God, and let it be done according to the law. So Shechaniah is saying to Ezra, you know what, we, that we haven't lost hope right here. There's still hope for Israel in spite of this. Here's what we need to do. We need to make a covenant with our God. We need to come back with God and say, God, we have sinned just what you've been doing, Ezra. And we need to say, we're going to do something right here. We're going to adhere to the commandment of God. We're going to do what the law said to do. We're going to put away our wives and their children. Because uh, some of these foreign wives they'd taken, they'd had children with. Was this going to be an easy thing? Well, we'll see later on the chapter that it's not. This would be a very difficult thing because they would have cared for them. They would have loved them. But the Lord had told them not to do this, and they compromised their feelings and their emotions. And they compromised, really, who they were uh, as the holy seed of the Lord. And so 
Shechaniah was saying, this is what we need to do according to what you lead us in, Ezra, and those who tremble at the commandment of God. There's that little phrase again. See, there were people that were gathered around Ezra, even right now when they saw him pray. They were weeping bitterly, and they were trembling at the commandment of the Lord. They knew what the Lord said, and they knew what they had done, and they realized that there was a serious problem here afoot. Now, verse 4 tells us what Shechaniah tells Ezra to do. Listen to this. Arise, for this matter is your responsibility. So first of all, he tells him, get up, arise. Now, he's the one, Ezra's the one that's supposed to be leading the people. And here's somebody else that's encouraging him. It's such a picture for us. It's the body of Christ, how we are to do likewise and everything, how we have roles and responsibilities and functionings that may vary from situation to situation. Here, Shechaniah was encouraging him. He was telling him, get up. This matter is your responsibility. But then he says this, but we will be with you. We will be with you. Then he tells him, but be courageous and act. <coughs> be courageous and act. Uh, a lot like what we see in Joshua. The first chapter where Joshua is told by the Lord to be strong, be bold, be very courageous. But then he's told that again at the end of the chapter, the fourth time, by the people. You know, and same thing here. Ezra's being told, we will be with you, but be courageous in this and act really is quite a word uh, to those who are in leadership positions, you know, particularly within the body of Christ or anything else. If you have a responsibility, then do it. Be courageous. Act. Be bold. So what happens out of this? The fifth chapter tells us, uh, fifth verse tells us, Then Ezra rose and made the leading priest, the Levites, and all Israel take oath that they would do according to this proposal. So they took the oath. And so the proposal of Shechaniah, that they would acknowledge they'd been unfaithful to God, that they would put away their wives, that they'd put away the children of those wives, <clears throat> that proposal was accepted. But notice how it was said. Then Ezra rose and made the leading priest, made them. I think there's more than an undercurrent right here of the idea that this wasn't something that they just went, oh, okay, well, we'll go ahead and do that. Yeah, there's no problem. No, he made them. Now, notice who the them is, the leading priest, the Levites, and all Israel. This would have been a very uh, tense type of thing. This would have been a confrontational type of thing. This would have been something that would have been challenging to his leadership, and he knew it. That's the reason that the word came through Shechaniah of encouragement to him. He made them do this, made them take this oath that they would set aside and do according to this proposal, so they did it. And we'll see in the next episode or two uh, the balance of this chapter, what happened in the midst of them doing this. But here, one man knew what needed to be done and brought forth a proposal. And that came out of what Ezra had been praying. And then that man turns around and encourages Ezra, tells him, hey, get up, come on. This is your responsibility. You're the one to lead us in this. But don't worry, we're going to be with you. You be strong and you be courageous and you act. He does. He gets up and he confronts the leadership of the people. The people are with Ezra. He confronts the leadership, the leading priests, the Levites and Israel and all of Israel. And they wind up taking the oath. 
they wind up doing it. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.